Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore. Welcome to this episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I want to go over with you today about healing versus growth. Does healing or growth ever stop? Does this ever end? And when it comes to growth, the easy answer for growth is no, it never ends. You are an infinite being. And even though you are a divine soul having a human experience, you are in human form because you're the truth of who you are is a divine soul because you are divinity itself. Divinity is infinite. So even though you're in human form, having a human experience, a human life to live, your growth never actually stops. You are meant to grow always for the rest of your existence, for the rest of your life. Okay. Because of that, if you are not choosing growth, if you're not choosing growth, if you're not choosing to grow and expand and go a level higher, go to a higher level of consciousness, be a more magnificent version of yourself today compared to last week or last month or last year, if you don't, with your free will choice, if you don't choose to continue to elevate and grow, what you are choosing is to have a much more difficult and harder life path ahead because life itself, the universe itself will kick you in the ass, punch you in the face when you are stagnant, not growing. So if you think, oh, but I've learned so much. Oh, I've healed so much. Oh, I've grown so much. Oh my gosh. I would never do today what I did 10 years ago. Oh, you think that's good enough? Surprise. Because what's going to happen if you literally are not continuing to grow and expand, that means you're refusing to recognize your divine infinite. So your infinite as a divine being, you're neglecting and um, actually in resistance to your own divinity when you do this, because divine beings always grow. They always elevate higher. There's only one way to go, and that's expansion. If in human form you're choosing to not expand, then what you are choosing is to contract. And it doesn't mean you'll necessarily, you know, F up the way you did 10 years ago. However, however, if you're not expanding, your relationship will start to die. For example, the job you're in will start to go south you will see evidence of your lack of expansion in your life in some way. And number one is going to be in your relationship, your romantic relationships. A close second and third, and it just depends on the person and the situation, is going to be your career, your job, the way you earn money. It'll be the rest of your relationships, other family members, um, close friends that you consider to be family. 
That's where you're going to see it show up. Life will give you a very unpleasant challenge in order to force you, quote unquote, to grow. If you're not choosing growth, honestly, how old are you? You are running a program of some kind. You're showing up as a child who does not know his divinity. He doesn't yet recognize or understand that he is a divine being that is here for the sole purpose of growth and expansion while in Earth's university. So if you're refusing to grow, what you're doing is you're slowly killing your romantic relationship. And what the interesting thing about that, what I've seen more often than not, is the person in the relationship who's still growing and still evolving, and that's automatically what they do, and then the other one really isn't so much. The person who is growing continues to grow willingly by choice, drops little hints, doesn't baby, doesn't become a parent in the relationship to the child that's showing up, but they will drop little hints. Hello. Yep, you should be growing. Yep, you should join that group. Yep, you should go back to therapy. Yep, yep. And if they're not doing it, you honor where they're at. But let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to be real surprised when that relationship ends. And you're going to, like a little immature child, because you don't continue to grow, you've resisted your own growth, you've stunted it. You are going to show up at some point saying, this is out of left field. No fucking isn't. You don't choose to grow. You are literally choosing a program of sabotage. You're going to sabotage your job. You're going to sabotage your marriage or your romantic relationship. You are sabotaging yourself when you don't choose to grow. It's just how long is that going to show up in a manifested form in your life? And in and what way? In what area of your life is that going to manifest into first? That's all. It will manifest into something. And if your higher soul does not like the fact that you're not choosing to grow and mature and continue to, to grow up, then the universe, life itself, your higher soul will drop a bomb on you in some way in order for you to go through a major challenge because challenge means growth for us in human form. It is how we grow is through challenge. How do you become more powerful? Challenge. How do you expand? Challenge. How do you elevate higher? Through challenge. It isn't a passive process. Growth is not a passive process. You're not a baby who passively sits there peeing and pooping on himself and mommy or daddy comes by and automatically meets your needs for you. You're not an immature, helpless little infant. You're, a mature, you're an adult. Level of maturity is equivalent to the level of growth that you willingly choose in your life. A mature adult knows, I seek out growth. I seek expansion. I seek to improve. I seek to get better. And I know that when a challenge comes my way, because I'm a divine being, it might be painful. It might be really difficult. Um, I might not like it. You don't have to like challenges. I sure as fuck don't. I don't like all the challenges. That come. God damn it. Here's another challenge. Ugh. And yet I don't resist them. They're here. I'd be insane if I resisted challenge. It's right here. I'm experiencing it. Why the hell would I add resistance to that? It only makes it worse. Right? So you embrace challenge and you move through it with grace. 
Grace doesn't mean you don't feel pain. Grace doesn't mean you don't get angry temporarily or you don't get frustrated or you don't cry or get really sad or you don't move through moments of loneliness or whatever it might be. It means while you feel those normal human emotions because this challenge sucks, right? It means that I am willingly with grace moving through it because the universe, my higher soul says, I will benefit from this experience. So I need to grow through it. That means I need to expand through it. Growth never stops. You can choose temporarily to stop maturing and stop growing up, to stop expanding. And yet, if you do that, you're building up how difficult your next challenge is going to be or how painful it's going to be. Because you're offering resistance to growth. Understand this. If you are not willingly choosing growth, what you are actually doing is offering resistance to growth and expansion. The more resistance you're offering that you're building up in your invisible bank, that equates to the level of challenge and or the degree of pain you're going to have to suffer through in order for the universe to kick you in the ass to force you to now expand and grow because you're not willingly choosing it on your own. So that's growth. When it comes to healing, healing is a little bit more complicated. Let's start very simply. A lot of people out there, and I've addressed this before many, many times, but it's really worth addressing again this part of it. Many people out there will be like, well, I don't know if you're ever done healing. Healing never ends. Eek. Ugh. Stop that. Because that's not truth. That's not a black and white. Usually what people mean when they say that is, I know I haven't healed everything yet, so I'm going to make myself feel better about that and, and not feel shame or insecurity or embarrassment or run programs of I'm not capable or whatever I might have in here that's unhealed. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to experience or admit that about myself. So it's easier if I just say, well, I don't think anybody's ever done healing. Oh, come on. The level of immaturity there. That is a little boy, little girl. That's like your inner child showing up. I don't think anybody really ever heals fully. That is ridiculous. Yes, you can. You just have to learn how. You can 100% heal absolutely everything about you. Every crumb of your addictions do not need to exist and be a part of who you are. Stop making excuses because you feel insecure, incapable. Those are just programs you run that show that you're also running powerlessness programs that you actually think you're incapable of becoming powerful enough or elevated enough to no longer have any crumb of addiction left in the existence of who you are as a man or a woman. That's ridiculous. You can 100% heal, but you have to be willing to grow in order to heal. If you're not growing and expanding, of course, you're going to be trapped in that grade level that level of consciousness, that grade of consciousness. Of course, you're stuck there. Your addictions might not be as strong, but you still might struggle with the addictions, with the urges, with the, you have to do all your coping mechanisms or your avoidance techniques or your whatever you're doing to not fall into the, the really bad patterns that you had before, for example. But if you're doing that, what that really means is you're refusing to grow and do the work necessary to fully heal yourself. So what programs are you running? How old are you? How old is your inner child showing up saying, well, I don't think I could ever really heal. 
That's a load of fucking bullshit. You're running powerlessness programs. You're learn. You are um, fairly commonly running a program, the victim consciousness. That's kind of sneaky in there, but it's usually there. Okay. You're running self-sabotage programs. You're running insecurity programs. You're running. I'm not capable programs. Those are just examples of the most common programs that are run from your unhealed, wounded inner child. When we say things like, well, I don't think we're ever done healing. Load of crap. So all of your inner child stuff, um, all of your old traumas, 100% you can heal every crumb of them. You can elevate and be powerful and divine enough and in, in your divine light that they are not triggered or activated. They don't get triggered and activated if they don't exist as who you are. Do you understand that? That's what healing actually is. It means alchemy, energetic alchemy. You learn how to go into the energy of these programs that are still running in, inside of you, like the layers of them that still exist, the crumbs that still exist and get triggered and activated. You learn to go inside of the energy to the central point of the energies themselves, of the vibrational frequencies when they get activated and you start running those addiction programs, if we're going to stick with this example, and they're there a little bit, that is when you do the work. Right then and there is when you do the work that we teach at Masters of Self University. Because that, at an energetic level, the programs were activated. We want them to be activated as uncomfortable and shitty as it is. You want them to be activated because you get to go energetically inside of the program itself and transform it at an energetic level. So those programs get activated. They start running a little bit. That's when you do the real work that we teach at Masters of Self University, okay? That all our coaching programs teach you how to do this. So when you do that over and over and over again with whatever gets triggered and activated inside of you, any and all programs triggered and activated in this moment, oh, look at that, I'm triggered. Oh, not happy. Means I'm running programs. Great. Go inside of the energies of the programs, alchemize them, spend a few minutes doing that. You do that every single time. You're triggered by something. Next thing you know, nothing left to be healed because you've alchemized everything. So yes, can you heal 100%? Yes, absolutely. Of course. Are you going to go to a healer and have every single thing you've ever struggled with in life completely healed and you do no work at all? No. In a matter of minutes or a session, no. And it doesn't mean things don't get healed and alchemized with a healer. They do. This is where people get confused. It's one or the other. No, it isn't. It's not. This is a gray area. Because we are required as divine beings for to become the first way of oneness, the first universal way of oneness. That means the first aspect of oneness consciousness is the way of responsibility. So if you go to a healer and you think, they're going to heal everything, one foul swoop, wave one magic wand, and that's it in that session. You have nothing else that needs to be healed. You have been blindly misled and or you, are, you yourself are running programs of either powerlessness or a little bit afraid of doing any hard work. You're running 
a lack of responsibility, irresponsibility programs. Like it's your responsibility to heal yourself. Do not make the mistake and misunderstand that that means healers, coaches, people guiding you, helping you. It doesn't mean they are not helping you alchemize and heal. They can, they are. For those who really know energetic transformation versus translocation and most healing that people learn is not transformation at all. It's translocation. They're just pushing energy out temporarily. You're not alchemizing anything. That's most healing. So the most beautiful person in the world with the best of intentions, they're not healing anyway, quote unquote, healing. What is healing? Transformation, energetic alchemy, energetic transformation. That energy doesn't exist inside of you any longer. Okay. So know the difference between transformation, AKA what actual healing is versus just moving energies out and you temporarily feel better. Okay. So understand that I did a podcast on that. Go back and listen to that. Um, if you want to learn more about translocation versus transformation. Bottom line though, is when you go to somebody who can alchemize, who can transform things on your behalf, part of the process in order for that to work is you have to be willing to see number one. Number two, you have to be willing to take responsibility for the programs you run for the ones that have been imprinted and are now belong to you. Your programs may have come from mom, may have come from dad, may have come from other caregivers, may have come from the traumas you've experienced, right? That's where our programs come from. And even the programs that weren't yours to begin with, they just got imprinted on you from your parents, for example. Even those programs, even though they're your parents, they imprinted so generously our parents gift us their programs, don't they? So generously. They're so selfless when it comes to that. Um, but even though it came from them, it is now your program because it's running through you. It's running as you. Does that make sense? So when you understand that even though it came from your parents, it is now your program too, because it's running through you. It's how you show up in the world. It's your belief system. So it's now your program too. Because of that, when you're in a session, when I'm in a spiritual healing session with people who come to me for, um, I heal with the universal ways of oneness. That is what I heal with. Those are the healing sessions. I use whatever way of oneness best benefits that person uh, who comes to me during that session. Okay. And I'll use one, two, or sometimes even three of the ways of oneness to heal. And in that healing, for example, the person has to be willing to, as I mentioned, has to be willing to see and has to be willing to take responsibility for number two, that these are my programs, even though they came from somewhere else or from the trauma or whatever. I didn't cause the program, but I live the program or the program lives in me, lives through me. The, this program, this pain, these wounds live as me. Because of that, that means that they are now my programs. I am running these programs now. They are part of me now. In order to alchemize them the fastest way, most efficient way possible, I have to understand that, see it for what it is, not deny it, not, oh, just heal everything in there. Uh-uh, no, not much at all. Is good. Nothing, anything you are unwilling to see is not going to get healed inside of you. If you're unwilling to own it, you're unwilling to even see it, you are in powerlessness, which means you go to the programs of powerlessness first because the, program, the programs of powerlessness is what's blocking you from healing the deeper things. Does that make sense?
That's how authentic transformational healing works. Oh, look at this. What programs are you running? Powerlessness programs. Denial programs. Powerlessness because you don't want to see what's in there. Why don't you want to see what's in there? Because I don't think I can handle it. Powerlessness. If you're in your power, it doesn't matter what's in there. It doesn't matter how big. It doesn't matter how small. It doesn't matter how horrific. Power means whatever's in there. Let's see it. Bring it to the surface. Let's own it. Let's take responsibility for it. Let's love it into transcendence. Let's do this. That's power. That's divine power. Do you understand? Make sense? So think about that. And you understand that the majority of the people, majority of the time are running powerlessness programs. They don't even want to see what's in there. Well, how are you going to heal it? It's the way of responsibility. It's the first way of oneness, the way of responsibility. So I have to take responsibility for my programs, my energy, my system, my body. When you are willing to do that, when you are the way of responsibility, I am taking divine definition of responsibility to see, to understand how these programs are in there. What's in there? What programs am I running that are sabotage programs, that are inequality programs, right? That are superior, inferior programs, that are entitlement programs, that are arrogance programs. What programs am I running that are powerlessness, that are all of the things to understand my depression programs, my anxiety programs? What programs are contributing and creating the depression, creating the anxiety? Other programs are running to create the symptoms of anxiety and depression. Just as an example, what programs am I running? When you are willing to see and own, oh my God, that's what I'm doing. That's how I'm creating that. That's why that's there. Yes, now we can alchemize it, okay? So in sessions that I personally do when I heal with the ways of oneness, people that are willing to own and willing to see and willing to flow with it, massive, massive, massive levels of healing that they can experience in just one session, okay? Life will show you whatever is left in there that needs to be healed. And again, it's one of the, the reasons why I am so passionate about the work that I offer and now my certified coaches offer at Masters of Self University is it teaches you how to truly connect the way of connections, one of the ways of oneness, how to connect to your, to your divine power, to your heart, to your soul. How do you connect to that in order to grow more powerfully as your soul self? When you do that, you learn more powerfully over time. It is a process over time. You learn to energetically alchemize anything and everything that gets triggered and activated inside of you, right? So you understand that even though you can experience massive amounts of true authentic alchemy in a short period of time, whether it's with my help, somebody else's help as a quote unquote healer, um, or you're doing it yourself, you absolutely can experience masses amounts of of transformation. But healing, generally speaking, is a process. Full healing is a process that takes time. And it's something that needs to happen again and again and again on various levels. Why? Because you have some deeply rooted things in there that prevent you from healing all of it at one time. You don't want to see certain things. So that means you're trapping them in there. So what life does, life gives you people, circumstances, experiences in order to trigger and activate those energies that are in your blind spot or the energies that you're refusing to acknowledge or see or heal or grow out of. The life gives you then the person to trigger you. 
gives you the experience or the situation to trigger and activate the very programs in order to show you where you need to heal yourself. I had somebody very recently flip the fuck out and lose his shit. And one of the, on one of the comments on one of the podcasts, on our, our YouTube page, you removed my comment. You thought police and he went on a fucking psychotic rant. Uh, what the fuck this guy's even talking about? Never saw another comment from him. Never saw anything come through from, from this person. And he claimed that it got his content was, or his comment was removed. First of all, if you're going to criticize and be, na- I can only imagine, I can only imagine what the hell the comment said. I have no idea. I never saw a comment. So somehow that comment, whatever he claims to have written, didn't get posted. Nothing got removed. No fucking idea. Okay. And here he goes getting triggered because he thought that it got, somebody took it down. Well, first of all, on my YouTube page, if you're going to be negative or I see some horrific shit in there and I remove it, what the hell is so triggering to you? Somebody removes your shit. What programs are you running? How old are you? You have a lot of fucking healing to do. That that is your reaction to flip out like a sociopath and go fucking ballistic on somebody because your comment was removed. How old are you? That's your reaction if somebody did remove your fucking comment? Tremendously unhealed person. Insanely immature. That person is a toddler throwing a tantrum. Think about the programs he's running. Massive control programs. Was it your father that was insanely rigid and controlling over you? Did you have a parent that that taught you you're the center of the fucking universe, you're entitled, and everyone should hear what you have to say? So is it entitlement programs? Or are you coming from powerlessness programs where you were really rigidly controlled, maybe abused, that your voice didn't matter to daddy? He didn't care what you had. He didn't validate you as a little boy. Is that why you're that triggered and flipping out like a fucking psycho? So think about this. This is the stuff that we teach at Masters of Self University. When you are triggered, instead of flipping out and being reactionary and projecting all your fucking programs onto somebody and acting like a fucking asshole, stop. (laughs) Stop. Breathe. Drop into your heart. What programs am I running? I'm really fucking triggered by this. I think somebody removed my comment. Learn to heal yourself and grow the fuck up. Learn the way of surrender if someone did remove your goddamn comment. Grow the fuck up. They're allowed to not listen to you. Nobody has to fucking listen to you. Who do you think you are? How entitled are you? If someone did remove something, here's the funny thing. In this scenario, in this example, I don't know what the fuck this person's talking about. There was no comment that was ever removed. It was never seen and it was ever removed. So... He either somehow written something and didn't actually post. Who the hell knows? Who cares? Either way, the reaction is a little toddler. And there is a lot of healing. That level of emotional fragility in this man, holy shit. <laughs> Loving and healing and growing up is desperately needed. And this is what plagues the whole fucking planet right now. Is this kind of shit. 
the emotional fragility, the disease of emotional fragility. Somebody didn't want to listen to what I had to say. And these are the kind of people that run our planet that are in government. Emotionally fragile babies. A lot of healing needs to be done there. A lot of healing needs to be done there. And it is nobody's responsibility to coddle you and make you feel better and hear you and validate you. Babies. Baby, 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 baby. Stop projecting your woundedness onto other people in forms of verbal fucking attack and all the ways that we attack and create separation. Grow the fuck up. Mature. You need to grow up. And growing up, growing out of these programs means you need to take the time and get the help and the guidance to heal whatever the fuck triggered you so desperately, so deeply. Because that's insane, that level of reaction. When you think something, especially when you think something happened and it didn't even happen. You're a pill to be in a relationship with. The great news is all of those crazy psychotic programs, out of control programs that you and everyone else on the planet, whatever programs you still have, whatever programs you run, all of them can be healed. 100% no such thing as getting triggered anymore ever again in woundedness if you heal your woundedness. And you have the power to do that. You just have to learn how. And it is a process. You have to be willing to learn and devoted to the process of becoming more powerful, stronger over time to alchemize all this shit that gets triggered and takes you over. It is a process. Healing is a process. So healing, when it comes to your old traumas, your inner child wounds and all that crap, 100% can be healed. It is a process. It takes time. There is another level of healing that I want to mention. And that other level of healing is you can be fully healed from all of your old programs, all your traumas, all your wounds that you've experienced in this lifetime. You can absolutely 100% at some point you can heal that. It doesn't have to take all that long. It doesn't have to take decades, for example. It doesn't take that long. But you have to be willing and devoted, like I said, and it is a process. It might take months. It might take a couple of years. Just depends. 100% healed. You will still grow because you are a divine being, remember? So you'll still get life challenges that come in in order to challenge you to grow and expand. That will never stop in your lifetime. Never. Okay? Now, healing, the other level of healing that will still be needed for the rest of this lifetime, new traumas come in. (laughs) Sometimes a challenge comes in and it is a doozy. It's like you got hit by a bazooka. So it's not old unhealed stuff. It's this new doozy, this new, this bazooka hit you, you exploded. New challenge comes in, for example, or you have an experience that is traumatic. It's not like the rest of your life. You don't ever have a chance of going through a traumatic experience just because you're healing and growing and elevating or you're a divine being. You could be an enlightened being, fully enlightened, fully self-actualized, and you may experience a massive trauma that is absolutely horrific and causes that level of trauma, whatever that means for you and whatever the experience is, that creates new unhealed stuff. Does that make sense? Having a new trauma, yes, then you need to heal from that, of course. 
So there might be levels of healing that are needed by you with support from, you know, your spiritual, spiritual healer, your coach, your counselor, whatever, you may need to go through a whole new level of healing while you grow through that life, that very painful, horrific life experience. We are not out of the woods of never having a terrible life experience just because you've healed and you've grown and elevated a lot. This is life. All the beauty and joy and bliss that can come, all the amazing, wonderful, positive experiences that we get to experience in a lifetime, that's there. But the shitty things are here too. <laughs> They're both here. So in the future, you could be fully 100% healed and whole. 100%. I really hope you all choose to do the work and get there. It's amazing. It's emotional freedom. You become more and more and more powerful. The way you move through life is so powerful when you can achieve that. But that doesn't mean you'll never again experience a trauma or something terrible. Sorry, but we all will. And it can feel like you're broken. This broke me. This is the thing that broke me. You might be at your lowest. You might have depression again. Or you never did before, but you do now. <laughs> Okay, Un unloving things happen. Terrible things happen. And they're awful. You cannot prevent ter a terrible thing from happening to you from now to the day that you die and leave this planet. Something bad is going to happen. Hello? It will. Okay, it isn't about, oh, something bad will never happen. I can never have anything happen to me bad ever, ever again. No, so bad shit's going to happen to you. But when it does, when you learn the work that we teach at Masters of Self University and our coaching programs and our classes, when you learn this level of work, when you elevate this high by integrating the work that we teach, by becoming the work that we teach, that's how you walk your talk, right? When you do that and you really devote yourself to yourself in that way, to your own growth, your own healing, your own divinity, your own power, when you really devote yourself to yourself, to your divine self, what happens is when you do um, go through a trauma in the future, something really terrible, yes, you may need to go then through a lot of support to help you heal through that. That's okay. That's what we're all here for. But you may need to heal because something in the future created a, a terrible amount of suffering, massive loss, grief, whatever it might be. At least at that point in the future, you will know you will have the skills and the power to truly heal it. And it doesn't have to be an unhealed trauma for like the next 20 years of your life. Most people, when they're healing their traumas, their inner child wounds, for example, They've accumulated this stuff over a lifetime. It's been their whole lifetime up until now or recently that they've been in this unhealed state, in this pain, in this trauma. And it takes a lot longer to heal because of that, because you've lived with it for so long, for example. Once you've healed all of that, let's say two years from now, five years from now, you know, seven, eight years from now, massive trauma occurs. Some big, massive incident occurs. 
yes, you need to heal, but it isn't the same, no matter how painful, no matter how terrible, no matter how traumatic, you already have the power to heal it because you've already done the work that we offer here. You already have the power to heal it, right? Because you have the power to heal it, it's easier to heal. It's easier, faster to heal and grow out of that experience, okay? That's the power. That's why doing it now, learning all this stuff now is really important. You're not, not just to heal yourself and elevate and grow more powerful and be emotionally free. It's actually setting you up to be more powerful in the way you're able to handle the next life challenge that comes in your life, whether that's next week, next month, or 10 years from now, it doesn't matter. It's coming. You're more powerful and able to handle that. And then you're able to move through those life experiences with power and grace, but you're able to move through and heal in real time. That, in my opinion, just my opinion here, is one of the most magnificent gifts that you gain from doing the work that you learn at Masters of Self University, is that not just emotional freedom, not just healing fully and wholly, because that's amazing and that's priceless in my opinion, but it is the fact that because when you learn all of this, when the next life trauma happens or the next really big painful life experience happens or life really kicks you in the face, kicks you in the teeth, you have the power to then heal in real time. And that, that is the best gift. To be able to heal in this moment in real time. And it doesn't turn into some massive, open, gaping wound that takes the next 10 years of your life to heal. You can heal in real time. Whether that's days, weeks, or months, you're still healing in real time. And then what you went through was just a life experience where you became more divinely powerful through it. You didn't become traumatized forever. You don't have anxiety from it. You don't have PTSD from it. None of that crap happens because you're healing in real time. That is the beauty and power of learning this level of transformational work, this level of alchemy that we offer at Masters of Self University. So I hope you understand now the different levels of healing. One is healing all your old past shit. And yes, you can become fully 100% healed and whole. Yes, it is a process. Yes, it does take time. It does not have to take forever. How long does it take for any individual person is, is 100% unique to you as an individual. It depends on how much trauma you've actually experienced, how deeply ingrained. Really what it boils down to is how willing are you to see everything that's in there? You're 100% open to see everything and you're willing to see all of it. You can come in like that. Some people do come in like that and they heal very rapidly. They heal way faster than the average person because they're just willing to see all the shit. Doesn't matter how dark, doesn't matter how scary. They're willing to go in there and alchemize all of it. And they want the help and they want the support they want the power of somebody to be able to guide them and support them and hold their hand through it. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. That's oneness. There's nothing wrong with that. That shows how willing you are to heal. If you were an expert healer in your own shit, you would have healed your own shit by now. Get the help. Reach out. Get a free consultation at mastersofselfuniversity.com with one of our amazing coaches. That's what we're all here for. 
But when you show up and you're that willing to just explode it all open, you'll hear heal way, way, way faster compared to the average person. And it, there's no judgment, by the way. There's nothing wrong that you want to go slow and you're scared. But understand that that means it's going to be a much slower process for you. That's all. That's just the way of truth. That's just truth. That's okay to take a much slower road if that's your choice. I don't know why you'd want to. Get the shit out. Heal it. But I don't say that with judgment. It's just I don't know why anybody would want to go slow with this shit. Heal it as fast as you can. That's my motto. That's what I do. But that doesn't mean that's right and, and the other way is wrong. Don't ever misunderstand. It's your choice. So how long will it take? Unique to you. That's what I want you to understand from that. Okay? So hopefully you understand now. You can heal all the old shit. Absolutely don't need to struggle with your old addictions. It's an excuse. When you say, I don't know if I can, nah, it's excuse. you're afraid you're running powerlessness programs. You are in resistance to healing yourself when you say that shit. You are running strong programs of resistance. Knock it off, grow up. That's your inner child resisting growing up. I have to be flawed. I need to be flawed. I have to remain flawed. Somehow this is how I get love. I got love from my parents by being the bad kid, for example, by being addicted, by being blah, 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 blah. That's how you got attention. And this is just one example. There's many reasons for these programs to run. But that's how a lot of people, when they're real little, bad attention is at least attention. So they are unwilling to let go and fully heal themselves because their inner child believes they will not get love if they're healed, if they're mature, if they're whole, if they're independent, if they're divine. And they don't struggle with this shit anymore. They're not that bad kid anymore. They will not get love anymore. As a deeply ingrained program that so many people run when they are in resistance to fully healing themselves. Just understand that's your inner child keeping you unhealed. That inner child needs to be loved and healed. He or she deserves it for Christ's sake. Haven't you gone long enough your whole lifetime without giving your inner child the love and nurturing she or he needs in order to be set free? You're an adult now. Your inner child keeps getting activated. Set your inner child free. You are not a child anymore. You have trapped your child in woundedness and pain and suffering the longer you resist healing yourself. How dare you keep doing what your parents or caregivers or whoever traumatized you did to you? You are literally continuing to do what those people did to you as a child by you not healing your child and setting your inner child free. Understand the cruelty in that. And when you realize that is what you are actually doing to your poor unhealed inner child, maybe that will motivate you to do what it takes to heal him or her and set her free, set him free. They deserve to be set free in this lifetime. They deserve to be set free in the next six months, in this year. Make that your goal in 2023. I am going to heal connect my inner child to, to his or her divine power. I'm going to alchemize all of this once and for all. This is the year for that. I'm going to do that this year. No more excuses, no more denying, no more playing small. Do what it takes and set that inner child free. 
they need to be set free so you can live your life as a mature, as a mature, divine adult. You're an adult now for Christ's sake. Set your inner child free. You can only do that by connecting them to their power, by moving through the process of learning alchemy and letting that child experience how powerful and divine and magnificent he or she actually is in there. Because if they're getting triggered, they don't know that about themselves. If they did, they wouldn't be an unhealed inner child being activated anymore, being triggered anymore. Make sense? So get the help you need. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't. Give us a like. Share this with everyone you know. And visit mastersofselfuniversity.com. Get a free consultation from one of our magnificent coaches. Make sure you check out our mystical classes. They start this month in January. If you haven't already, it might not be too late to sign up for them. If it is, you're going to have to wait a semester. So check those out. Sign up now. Get whatever help you need to elevate and grow. And at minimum, go on Amazon and check out Mason's Way, the 20 Universal Ways of Oneness taught by the spirit of an enlightened dog. You can at least start by reading that text. Become the ways of oneness. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. It's always such an honor. Have a beautiful day. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now, everybody.